God bless you. God bless you. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We're going to ask Minister Melissa if she will come back for a second. Amen. Amen. And she's come back. We honor God on today. We honor our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Tauber, Apostle Mamie Tauber, our lead pastor, Steve Tauber, all of our pastoral staff, amen, ministers, fivefold ministry. We thank God for what he's about to do. Minister Melissa, I thank God for you, such an awesome woman of God. And as you were just uh, talking, the Lord just impressed upon me to share with you that there is another level of praise he's about to get, bestow upon you, that there is something that he's going to um, unlock for you in the secret place. God just mentioned that there is something he's about to intervene in behalf of you. That word intervene just kept coming up. He said, I'm about to intervene. I'm about to show up for you. I'm about to answer your prayer. God said, there is a place of praise that he wants you to take your, take your praise to. There's a place in him. He wants you to elevate your praise because as you elevate your praise, God said he's going to intervene. So I am excited for what God is going to do for you, woman of God. So you could just go ahead and praise him in advance. Hallelujah. As our apostle Mamie says, dance in advance. Hallelujah. For the intervention of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Hallelujah. So again, we thank God for what he's about to do on tonight. We are excited. I tell you, Apostle Willie Tauber stirred us up on this morning. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. Even as um, he was admonishing us to leap this morning, that was one of the things the Lord had been speaking to me this week. Hallelujah. Um, one of the things the Spirit of the Lord had told me to tell you is that before we even get into the word, to take a leap of Praise, hallelujah, to find a spot, make some room, mark your territory, hallelujah, and put a praise right there. I know you in your living rooms. I know you might be in your car. You might be somewhere else in the house, but God said, mark that territory, praise him right there, find a space, hallelujah. He said, leap for joy, amen, amen. Some of you are literally leaping out of a situation, that has held you captive. The enemy has tried to press you. He tried to cause you to make a U-turn, but the Holy Spirit is saying to you, don't you dare turn back. Stay the course. Hallelujah. Stay focused on what God said. If he told you he will heal you, if he told you he would deliver you, if he told you you are coming out of the chaos, hallelujah. God said, leap in faith. It may not look like, you may not be the seer, but God said, see it in the spirit and take a leap of faith. Faith, leap for those that can't even leap. Leap for those that don't have the strength to leap for themselves. Hallelujah. That's right. Come on, leap. Come on. I see a leaping. Leap. I see a host of angels with swords swinging. Hallelujah. I see chains dropping off. Hallelujah. I see you leaping. Come on, leap, leap, leap. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. You remember that lame man at the gate of beautiful when he encountered Peter? Amen. He leaped up. Hallelujah. He left his circumstance at the gate and he went walking, leaping and praising God. Come on. Anybody got one more leap in them? Leap, leap, leap. Hallelujah. Leap. Come on. God said leap. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I was leaping early today. I was leaping up so I might get by my chair again and leap. Yes, Lord. Amen. Because God is doing some awesome things. So we're excited. As you can see, we're excited for what God is doing. 
through us and in us and for us. Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God. So again, we thank God for that mighty word on this morning. Amen. Oh, my God, my God. We want you to get your Bibles on today. Hallelujah. And turn with us. Turn with us. Turn with us. Amen. To St. Luke. Hallelujah. One of my favorite books. Amen. St. Luke chapter 15. We're going to be reading some verses for context, but our um, we're really going to be focusing on verse 17, but we're going to read verses 11 through 23. Is that all right? Amen. We're going to read God's word on today. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 23. And it reads like this. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided them, divided them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave him, gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many higher servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare? and I perish with hunger, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was as yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the son said unto his father, I have sinned against heaven in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. Let's read verse 17 again. And when he came to himself, I say he came, he came to himself. He said, how many high servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish and hunger. So as the word of the Lord is already blessed, we're going to talk to you for a few moments on this subject. Can you afford the lifestyle you chose? Come on, somebody put that in the chat, in the comment area, all caps. Can you afford the lifestyle you chose? You chose it. You chose it. Yep, you chose it. So can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? 
Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you and we give you glory. We magnify your name on this evening. We thank you for this opportunity to share your word. We thank you for this opportunity, hallelujah, to do what you called us to do. God, we thank you for your people that are here to hear your word. Hallelujah. To be doers of your word also. Father, we pray, oh God, that your anointing will destroy every yoke. Hallelujah. God, we pray, oh God, that you will go into the homes, Father. Hallelujah. And show up in a mighty way, oh God. Let us not just be hearers, but doers also. Change, transform, God. Deliver, set free, heal, God. Save in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you and we serve notice on the enemy on tonight. He is defeated. Hallelujah. We have our foot on his neck. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, we thank you that we have the victory on tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. Come on, ask somebody in your house. If you're by yourself, ask yourself, can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you chose it. Amen. Amen. Let's look at some definitions on tonight. Let's look at the word afford. When you think about the word afford, it means to be able to do to be able to manage or bear without serious consequences or effect, to be able to make the expense of or capable of providing. In other words, sometimes we write a check that we can't cash. How many remember that saying? <laughs> hallelujah. When we are talking about affordability. The question to ask yourself, hallelujah, is are you able to manage your choices? Are you able to maintain the lifestyle that you chose? Can you provide, hallelujah, what you think you can afford? Now, we are not necessarily talking about money, but can you afford to run ahead of God? Can you afford to do whatever you think you are grown enough to do? <laughs> Can you afford to keep Johnny Boy coming over for the lay in the hay? Come on now. Can you afford the games that Susie Q is playing with your head? Yep, someone, someone tells my pastor C is coming down your street. Hallelujah. Can you afford to have one more drink? Can you afford to have one more puff? Can you afford to have one more booty call? Can you afford it, people of God? Can you beat back the enemy on your own strength? Can you afford to continue to be entangled with the yoke of bondage? Can you afford that? Come on, ask yourself, can I afford that? Can I afford, can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? Hallelujah. Stay with me. We're going to get there. Hallelujah. What lifestyle have you chosen because you are impatient? You're egotistical. Come on now. You are, some of the people are depressed and we chose things based on how we felt. We chose things based on what we were going through. We chose things on what someone said. What is the thing that pushed you out of the will of God? Hey, uh, I ask you again, can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? The decisions that you make, can you afford the consequences? Can you afford, hallelujah, what you're going to go through as a result of your choice? Let's look at the definition of lifestyle. Hear this in the spirit. Mm. Lifestyle, the way in which a person or group lives. Now, listen to this. Lifestyle is also the interests, opinions, and behaviors. I got a newsflash for you. God did not 
plan your life around your interests. He did not plan it around your opinions. He did not plan your life around your behaviors. Jeremiah 29 and Amplified Version says, I know the plan and thoughts I have for you. God said that. He knows. Come on, tell somebody, God has the good stuff for us. Hallelujah. Because their plans, they're not even, they're expected in. They're good things. Hallelujah. Can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? Even some of God's chosen vessels. Come on, somebody type in there. I am a chosen vessel. I am a chosen vessel. But guess what? Even some of God's chosen vessels have chosen the way that seemed right. <laughs> you see, when you are caught up in your own head, when you are looking at the other side of the fence, when the grass looks greener in the other pasture, when you know the blessing is coming and don't want to wait, there's that word again, Somebody say, wait for it. Wait for it. We sabotage our own blessing. We delay the turnaround. We interrupt God's perfectly planned adventure for us. Yes, he has an adventure for us. Hallelujah. But when we put our hands in it, when we try to change things, when we feel like we can do things better, we sabotage our own blessing. Hallelujah. Can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? Let's take a closer look at the text on tonight. Verse 11 says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And we know how this works in those times when you have sons, right? The oldest son would inherit the majority of the family wealth. And then the younger of them said to his father, father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. Like, give me what belongs to me, he said. And he divided, the father divided unto him his living. And here you have the younger son. Somebody say the nerve. Come on, type that in. Say the nerve asking for his share of his inheritance. And the truth of the matter is, guess what? In this verse of scripture, he is demanding it. He said, Father, give me. He didn't say, may I please have. He didn't say, sir, can I? Would it be okay if? He said, Father, give me. The Amplified Version states this younger son inappropriately said, Father, give me. It was inappropriate. He was out of line. Hallelujah. It wasn't his it wasn't his choice. He should not have chosen that. Amen. But he chose to hallelujah demand to re request hallelujah inappropriately. Hallelujah. He said, "Father, give me. Give me," he said, "give me the share of the estate that belongs to me." <laughs> Come on, type it again. The nerve, the nerve, the nerve. I mean, the goal of this dude, right, had to come at his father like that. Let's consider the role of the father. The father is the provider of the home. He is the one that gives the family a sense of uh, security, a sense of safety and leadership. The father is also the one that blesses the children. If you think about it in the Bible days, you found so many times where the father would bless his sons. He would bless his children. So here you have the youngest son telling his father what to do. Ask yourself, do I do that to God? <laughs> do I do that to my father? Hallelujah. Do I do that to the king of kings and the Lord of lords? Do I do that to God? So the younger son took his share and left the safety of the house. Somebody say, stay in the house. Stay in the house. I need you to say it. Stay in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not just because of the pandemic, but you need to stay 
in the house of God. You need to stay in the safety of God's pavilion. Hallelujah. So the younger son took his share and left the safety of the house. You know how we do. We think we grown. We think we're ready to get out there and, and out there in the lion's den. Hallelujah, as my, my sons call it. And we find out it is not as easy as we think. We want to adult. They call it adulting. We want to get out there and adult, be an adult. There is a reason certain things are in place in a home, for a family, in the church. Rules and government all have its place. So he made a choice to leave the protection of his father. Then the Bible says he didn't just go around the corner, y'all. He didn't just walk across the street. He didn't go to a friend's house. He didn't go stay with a neighbor. He didn't go stay with family. He went into a far country and wasted, somebody say wasted, his fortune in reckless and immoral living riotous living that said disorderly uncontrolled rebellious he was violent hallelujah look at all the things he opened himself unto he opened himself to confusion hallelujah disorder hallelujah he opened himself up to abandonment hallelujah he opened himself up to insubordination and witchcraft he opened himself up to insecurity and instability and the list goes on and on he opened himself because he thought he could afford this lifestyle that he chose. <laughs> Thank you, God. Come on, ask yourself, can I afford the lifestyle that I chose? Let's go to verse 14. It says, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. God has a sense of humor, y'all. <laughs> he will wait until you finish acting a fool. He will wait, hallelujah, when you have spent all your money, when you didn't even consult him on what to do, when all the fake friends have left you there for dead, when you realize you do not really, you're not the one that's really in charge, when everything and everyone around you is dried up. Then on top of that, he sends a famine. It's dry, dry. Somebody say dry, dry. <laughs> it's dry, dry, y'all. The verse says he began to be in want. What that means is there is an absence there. He was experienced lack and there was an absence of provision because he left his provision. There was an absence of a father. He cut off his source. My God, who does that? Who cuts off their source? Would you just go and turn your lights off? Would you do that and just cut the, cut the wire? You may flip the switch down and turn it off, but would you just go outside and cut the, will you dig up the ground and cut the wires? Hallelujah to your electricity, to your water supply. Would you do that? Ask yourself, can you afford that? Can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? Verse 15 says, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. He didn't belong there, y'all. He didn't know nobody there. He wasn't supposed to be there, but he went and connected himself. He joined himself. Hallelujah. He tied himself with someone else in another country. And he sent him, this this what this person did, sent him to the fields. He thought he was going to help him. He thought he was going to provide for him. He thought it was going to be good. But this citizen sent him to the fields to feed his pigs. 
<laughs> he sent them to a dirty place. He sent them to the mud. He sent a kingdom man of God to the mud. He sent a servant of God to the mud because he left his source. He got out of line. Hallelujah. He acted. He let the stubbornness of his heart rule. Can you afford the lifestyle you chose? Who are we connecting with? Who are we listening to? Are we adopting someone else's lifestyle? Can you afford that lifestyle? People who don't know you are in the kingdom or from the kingdom of God will put you with the swine. When you don't understand your position in the kingdom, you will lay with anything and anybody. Yes, let's, let, let's go there. Hallelujah. We will lay with anything. We will do anything. We'll say anything. We'll go anywhere. Hallelujah. But we are kingdom people in a kingdom. We know who we are. Hallelujah. People of God, when will we understand we are heirs and joint heirs in the kingdom of God? We can't do what everybody else do. We can't say what everybody else say. We can't connect with everyone and everything. We can't eat everything. We can't drink everything. We can't afford it. We can't smoke everything. Huh? Yeah, come on. I said it. Hallelujah. You can't afford it. Your anointing is too heavy. Your purpose is too great. Tell, tell somebody you can't afford it. Put it in the comment. You can't afford it. Hallelujah. Verse 16 says, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him. When you continue to turn your back on God, he will put you in a place where no one absolutely no one will help you. No seeds will come. Hallelujah. No water, no food, just dry, just famine all over the place. Disobedience is rough on a child in the kingdom. <laughs> Hallelujah. When God already has a purpose and a plan for you and you trying to escape that purpose and plan, it's going to be rough. <laughs> it's somebody tell them, let the people of God know it's going to be rough. The kingdom is not a democracy. <laughs> We're blessed in the U.S. of A., but the kingdom of God is not a democracy. Newsflash, somebody tell somebody it's not a democracy. You just can't do you. You just can't do what you want to do. I know we say, I'm, I'm going to do me, leave me alone, just let me be me. You can't do that in the kingdom. <laughs> the Bible tells us no one gave him anything. Can you afford the lifestyle that you chose? He verse 17. And when he came to himself, when he woke up, when he got woke, hallelujah, he said, How many hired servants does my father have bread enough to spare? And here I am hungry. Here I am in a famine. Here I am perishing. Here I am wallowing with the pigs and the swine. Here I am a kingdom man in the mud. I will rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. So he said, like, what's wrong with me? He came to his senses. He realized he had bumped his head for real, for real. <laughs> a, a child of the king does not roll with the pigs. We don't roll with the pigs. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet great way off, 
His father saw him. I love it. Now, his father didn't turn his head. He didn't close the gate. He didn't say, don't let him in. But his father, he didn't send nobody to meet him. He saw him. He had compassion. And he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. He had compassion. How many fathers got compassion for when their children mess up? How many of us have compassion when someone do us wrong? How many have compassion, hallelujah, when we feel like they don't deserve it? Do we still have compassion? And the son said to the father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Can you afford the lifestyle you chose? We see this prodigal son realize he couldn't cash a check his mouth and his attitude wrote. <laughs> Sometimes we want to get an attitude with God. We want to get an attitude with those how is just trying to help us, those that are trying to keep us on the right path, those that are in leadership, those that in authority over us, and we want to get an attitude. Hallelujah. But you need to say to yourself, don't write the check if you can't, if it can't be cashed. Hallelujah. Can you afford? the lifestyle you chose. And the awesome thing about this is that even though the son said he's no more worthy to be called son, he's worthy. Christ made him worthy. Hallelujah. Because we are heirs in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So we're no longer slaves. Hallelujah. But what God calls us his friend. Hallelujah. We have joint, hallelujah, heirship <laughs> in the kingdom. Can you afford the lifestyle you chose? Have you counted up the cost before you made that decision? We better know that God knows best. God already laid our plan out for us. He already knows there is safety in God. You can't afford to turn away from God. You can't afford to stay in that situation. You can't afford to be rebellious. You can't afford to leave the safety of God. Hallelujah. You can't afford to have the devourer on your trail. You can't afford to disobey God. You can't afford to sit and watch TV all day. You can't afford to hold grudges. God is trying to take us to a place, but we won't spend time with God. We won't acknowledge him in all our ways. He can direct our path. You can't afford it, people of God. That lifestyle is not for you, but you already know that. Just like the son came to himself and realized who he was. Hallelujah. He realized where he belonged. He realized he had a home to go to. He realized he had a father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at the father's reaction in verse 22. He ran to him. He said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. Come on. God got the best for you. Somebody said, God got the best for me. He said, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. He said, dress him down, dress him sharp. That's my son. My son is back home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, he recognized he's woke now. He knows he belongs in the kingdom. And bring hither the fatted cow, calf. Now, if you know anything about the Bible, when they do that, when they say bring out the fatted calf, that means there's, there's going to be a feast. And it's usually reserved for guests, for those that may come. Um, you know, from far, amen, that royalty and things of that nature. But he pulled the fatted calf out for his son. 
his son that was unruly, his son that made demands, his son that left his protection, his son that walked away, his son, hallelujah, that turned his back on his father. He said, bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Now, I can imagine the, the oldest son, hallelujah, was a little, you know, um, little upset about that. But we're not even focusing on him because the focus for this this text is the, the youngest son, the one that walked away. Because a lot of times we walk away from God. We walk away from our assignment. We walk away from what God has for us. Hallelujah. And God is saying we can't afford it. We can't afford to make those choices. Super Bowl Sunday is coming up and you, you can't talk the diehard fans down from watching the game. During the, the wild card and the playoff, you couldn't tell people their team wasn't going to win. They all, they, the real fans, I should say, out there will cheer their team on until the very end. And we as the body of Christ have to remember the God we serve, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the real champion of the universe, the one who spoke a word and the lights turned on on all the earth. I'm talking about the king above all kings, the Lord above all lords. He has, hallelujah, the best for us. He welcomed us back with open arms. A matter of fact, there's a party waiting for you to get back in position. Hallelujah. You can't afford that lifestyle you chose. God already chose the best for you. Come on, put it in the chat. God already chose the best for me. Listen, the key to all of this is what? Obedience. I know some of y'all think obedience is a bad word. Obedience is not a bad word. Obedience will save your whole life. The Bible tells us, y'all know where I'm going, my, one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 119, if you're willing and obedient, you'll what? Eat the good of the land. Obedience, willing and obedient is better than anything. Hallelujah. You will eat the good of the land. Come on, type in there, I am staying in the good flow. <laughs> we want to stay in the good flow. Come on, praise God for the good flow. Tell him thank you because he's letting you back in. He's giving you another chance. Come on, praise him just for that. And when the son realized he needed to get back to his father, he said, this is crazy. What? Where am I? How did I get here? Hallelujah. Why am I being so stupid? I don't belong here. Somebody needs to say that to themselves. I don't belong here. Hallelujah. Say it to yourself. I don't belong here. Get your stuff and get out. I feel that is a word for somebody right there. Get your stuff and get out. Now, it's not a license for somebody to leave their spouse. Don't get it twisted. Hallelujah. But you know who you are. This is not the first time God spoke this to you. This is someone who is just doing what they think they want to do. They big and bad enough to do it. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord said enough is enough. Uh, they both shot. They both shit. Get your belongings and get your kingdom hips out of there now, saith the Lord. Somebody shout now. Come on, somebody shout now. You can't afford that lifestyle. Hallelujah. It is a detriment to your future. Get out now, saith the spirit of the Lord. I feel that so strong in my spirit. Get out now. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody begin to praise the Lord. Somebody clap your hands right there where you are. 
We want, hallelujah, to chase that spirit out. Let's drive that spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ. You don't need them. You will survive and thrive in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare you leave now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. People of God, today we have to choose. We have to choose God. We have to choose God. We have to choose obedience. We have to choose to live. We have to choose salvation. We have to choose holiness. We have to choose to stay in the house. Stay in the house of safety. Stay in your father's house. Hallelujah. Now, don't get it wrong. I'm not saying you lay upon your parents. Hallelujah. All the days of your life, the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. But choose the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Choose our Father, Daddy, Jesus Christ. Choose God. Choose the Savior. Choose him as your Savior and Lord. Hallelujah. Choose the lifestyle of following Jesus. Choose the lifestyle of being a disciple of Christ. Hallelujah. Because in the house, there is safety. Come on here now. Come on. How many know there's safety in the house? Hallelujah. There is joy in the house. There's peace in the house. There's deliverance in the house. There's breakthrough in the house. Hallelujah. Don't go off and roll with the swans. Stay in the safety of the house of God. But there's healing. There's overcoming power. There's provision in the house. There's blessings in the house. There's miracle signs and wonders in the house. Hallelujah. Be not entangled with the yoke of bondage. Galatians 5 and 1, it tells us that stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. If we're already free in the kingdom, why would we go back? Why would we deny God? Why would we take away our access ourselves? Why would we choose to roll with the pigs? Hallelujah. The Amplified Version, hallelujah, says, do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. Uh, Come on now, we are free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are free. Hallelujah. Once you are removed from that, don't go back. Mm. Hallelujah. Come on, we want you to understand on tonight uh, that you don't need to choose a lifestyle. Hallelujah. That you can't Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. GiveLify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Cash App. Dollar sign. Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to 
Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096, and the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.